You are listening to In Response, a legacy podcast. A show where three handsome guys talk about their favorite magic to gather in the format, legacy. This show is brought to you by queernessatanycost.com and austrian-legacy.com. You can support the show at patreon.com slash response underscore legacy. And now, lean back and enjoy. Sixth episode, Delva, the perfect five out of seven of In Response, a legacy podcast. I'm Philip Klein. I am Daniel. And I'm Peter Plank. And we're talking about legacy. Most of the time. So we are we have the perfect <laughs> the, the perfect title for this episode. It can't get any better. Yeah, definitely S tier. <laughs> <laughs> I think the hardest The hardest uh, thing for us in this episode was just finding the title. <laughs> I mean, Pretty much. Isn't this for epi every episode? Nah, uh, so, uh, sometimes we already have the title at first, and then we just sketch the episode together. Yeah. You mean like, Berle Ligi? <laughs> That's right. Or, or like, uh, Witch Witch. <laughs> These were the two episodes we had the title at first, I think. And I after, think so. And after that, we always had to find the title according to our to our notes yeah i think we got one wrong where we had a star wars reference because of the title prior and we got pretty much shamed at our lgs because of it After yeah. yeah that's true a new hope or something like that there was a possibility to think around yeah but we but that was a conscious decision because we wanted to uh keep the, the title for the next bannings if there are any Could be, could be. Oh yeah, so enough of that. <laughs> Let's start with the intro. Uh, Peter, what have you been up to? How are you today? I'm fine. I've had some problems with my back prior. And yeah, now I quit work. Not because of the problems with my back. Just because <laughs> university will start in a few weeks now. And yeah, I enjoy going vacation. back to university. And I need two weeks off. So, did you ha already have your last day at work? Yeah, oh, it was on nice. Saturday. And Finally. I really enjoyed breaking free. <laughs> One, two, break free. <laughs> Queen. I've heard so much of them because they are pretty much always in the radio. So, But the songs are all really, really great. Mm -hmm. I, I gotta admit I wasn't a real Queen fan at first, but... Oh, the, really? The Why? Yeah, because, um, uh, like Peter said, they were always on the radio. And um, at the time when I was growing up, everything that was on the radio was just uncool. <laughs> yeah, because you heard yeah, all the songs all the time and you're yeah. just getting sick of it. Yeah, that's true. That's basically it. And and after the, the film, after Bohemian Rhapsody, it just totally clicked. And it exploded oh my God, it's, it's so It's so great. Yeah, they're amazing. Uh, but, but I think there are a lot of people that... That experienced this mm -hmm. for sure with, with Bohemian Rhapsody, yeah, for sure, yeah, yeah, it was. I mean, the the 20 minute sequence at the end where they showed pretty much the the whole um, oh, so Live Aid concert mm -hmm. was a really really cool thing. That's so great, 
And, and uh, I think it's I think Remy Malik has sung this whole thing himself. No, yeah, no, 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 right? no, no. Uh, there was another singer. There, uh, I think he's called Mark Martel or something like okay. that. Uh, maybe we should put the link in the show notes actually because and uh, Gino showed us, I think, or was it you? I showed, I showed you because um, Gino and Peter we were at the Nova Rock and Core Festival. Okay. Which yeah, we actually yeah, can, this, can, can this, was, <laughs> this was in the last two weeks, yes. No, um, we, had some, we had some problems. <laughs> with the personal stuff, but now we have a topic. Yeah, yeah it was a great concert. And we, we, I don't know why, but I think we also talked about Bohemian Rhapsody there. And who actually sang the, song, as, as sang the songs. And um, there's one guy called Mark Mattel. And he has a YouTube channel and he covers um, Queen songs by himself. And if you just turn the music up and you don't have a picture to it, you would literally think it is... Um, Freddie Mercury? Freddie Mercury. Okay. His voice is amazing. He, he even sang once live when there was Celine Dion in the audience, I think. And he made her cry, actually. Okay, Because wow. of his singing. Yeah, he is really, really good. And if you heard side by side the the live music and the the, the film music, you don't really uh, uh, see any difference or hear any difference. Uh, yeah, it's great. Yeah. Definitely awesome. Yeah. So we were Nova Rock encore. <laughs> yeah, we were Nova Rock. <laughs> Unfortunately, not with me. I was yeah. at a wedding. Oh fuck yeah! That's <laughs> the next thing I totally missed. <laughs> Everything just blurs <laughs> together. <laughs> uh, because uh, for our listeners, we are a week. Uh, we are now in our normal schedule again. Yeah. Because the last episode was uh, a little bit delayed for a week yeah. because of Daniel's vacation. Yeah, like, it was a conference trip. Ah, uh, oh yeah, one well, conference. <laughs> basically it's basically the same. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's. <laughs> And now we're back in our old schedule yeah. of every three weeks. So yeah. just two weeks Uh, between the last episode yeah, yeah. so uh, with that if you want to mirror everyday eternal we are your favorite tri-weekly legacy podcast most <laughs> <laughs> probably yeah. the only tri-weekly legacy podcast <laughs> your favorite tri-weekly <laughs> <laughs> makes no difference <laughs> well, definitely what is the the, uh, the frequency of the every turn uh, they always say yeah you're most likely favorite bi-weekly legacy okay. podcast and so, and so and yeah and <laughs> For sure, we have to be the favorite tribe we can... And deceptively yeah. named. Uh, Julian always says deceptively named, I think. Deceptively But named tri uh, bi-weekly. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of the Nova Rock, it was a nice concert, I think. Yeah. A lot of... Um, it was quite crowded, but I think 15,000 people there. With 86% of whom uh, vac uh, were vaccinated. Mm -hmm. um, the bands were great. And the uh, rest was tested for yeah. for this. The rest was tested. With, with yeah, this was the requirement. Test. This yeah. was the requirement. Yeah. Um, quite nice bands, actually. Ruskaya, if you heard of them, they were amazing. I mean, I amazing. think they are. I don't know which which country they are. Are they actually uh, Russian? I'm not sure. I'm not Or sure. German. They are uh, really, really big in Austria. Are they yeah. Austrians? Or Austrian? <laughs> I think they're Austrian. <laughs> but they, they the, have some the singer is definitely Russian. Yeah. Yeah, I think this is a multicultural Austria, thing. So. Yeah. Austria is a multicultural uh, um, country. What else were the Manskin? Uh, Mansk or, or Manskin? I don't know. I think Manskin. 
They were uh, they won the Eurovision Song Contest mm-hmm. this year, and they were amazing. Yeah, it's an Italian rock band. Yeah, they are, they're really great. Uh, they were really good live. Mm-hmm. They played amazing solely yeah. on the guitar. Had good performance. They had a crowd surf solo from the oh, guitarist. Oh, that's great! So it was just as you wish a rock band would be. Yeah. Just the opposite of. Yeah. <laughs> oh, then on the other side was Bullet from a Valentine. Yeah. Which was a little bit on the opposite side of concerning performance. I mean, they are a little bit old now, and I think this was not the most important concert for them. Um, so in the case that. Yeah, but they did not really interact with the audience. Yeah, I, I hate it when this happens. So yeah, that, that's this is, why I, I mean, I love the band. I really love the music. Yeah. Studio-wise, it is great songs. But live, they were a little bit, compared to the other ones, a little bit underwhelming. Yeah, I, honestly. I felt the same when I have, uh, when I see, when I saw Slayer on the Nova Rock Festival, mm-hmm. I think. Six, seven years ago. Yeah. And I was so pissed that they just <laughs> played their set. And, yep. and this was That's everything. It, yeah. and, and I really hate this. Uh, and for this, um, one of the best live bands, in my opinion, is always uh, the German band Beatstakes. Uh-huh, because uh-huh. they're so interactive with the audience. And Paul so was great. So great. Because they interact with the, the crowd, they sing with you together. They do challenges between the one part of the crowd and the other part of the crowd. He, the, the singer has a, an amazing live voice. His voice yeah. life is better than on, on in studio records. So if you have both the parts, because a band is really, really great as a live band, if they interact with the, uh, yeah. with the crowd, mm-hmm. or they are better than on studio records. Mm-hmm. And if you have both parts... The band is just nuts. Yeah, that's the same with Beatsteaks because I can't listen to them on the on the album because yeah. they're so electronic. But uh, when they're live performing, there's there's no synthesizer in it. Uh, mm-hmm. There's just guitars and bass and mm-hmm. uh, and they're so rocky uh, yeah. suddenly and then not the they uh, don't sound at all like the albums and they're so great. Uh, uh, you want to know who is rocky live but not on the album? <laughs> Sunrise Avenue. Yeah, um, I can totally <laughs> see this. I also felt the same about uh, Kiss. I don't know if you have seen them live. Mm, unfortunately, but unfortunately, honestly, quite honestly, they don't have that amazing songs. But the live performance is just mind-blowing. Completely okay. mind-blowing. It is one of the best concerts I went to. We could try for a Kiss song title for our titles in the maybe <laughs> future. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it could be something. But anyways, I think we should go into the main topic of a podcast today. Yeah, which should be legacy most legacy of the time. Most of the time yeah. <laughs> there are some tournaments coming up. Woo! And the first one is on the Saturday. It's basically tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow for you guys. Yeah. Yeah, because we're releasing this like every way, uh, like every time on Friday. And tomorrow is the free for one. Mm-hmm. Legacy 1K in Vienna. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, you two uh, won't attend this time. Yeah. yeah. So you will have to represent the response team. Oh, that, that's really a huge burden that you lay upon me. <laughs> yeah. You have to go 05 drop. Ah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> and and advertise, advertise and merchandise all yeah. the time. That, that's, that's the only thing 
That's the only reason why I'm going there yeah. to to advertise our podcast and the event on and, yeah. next year, the the tournament. I yeah. don't. Uh, unfortunately, I don't have any flyers for this. This would be but, a nice. Uh, I thought uh, about this uh, when the last time I was in Freising. Some flyers about the tournament would be really nice, actually. Yeah, maybe yeah. we can get this uh, for mm -hmm. for the next time. Friday. But if you guys have any ideas how to advertise something like that, maybe you have some experience also. Yeah. Uh, just let us know. This would also yeah. be a great uh, helpful for us. Yeah, just write us on Twitter at response underscore legacy or write us an email uh, in dash response at gmx.at. We really want to be yeah. that event to be big. Yeah, yeah for and sure. And by the way, uh, we have now a date where the tickets. Mm -hmm. or the packages will be available yeah it's the first of november this year is it october or first of october october, october. First next, of october. Month. Next, next month next uh, I, I skipped the month yeah next the first, first of the 10th month of the year yeah. yeah so first of october you can purchase the tickets uh we will put the links in the show notes also And uh, probably not in the show notes, but in the uh, you can find the link then on Twitter, on Facebook, and on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we will share it via our in response uh, Twitter and account it in every Facebook group <laughs> where we are active in. So it's probably yeah. also in leaving a legacy. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, and, and just to go back, um, mm -hmm. I will play in the three for one legacy one k. Have you decided on which deck actually? No, actually not. I'm. Okay. Uh, probably I'm playing Bark Hogak. Mm -hmm. The safe bet for you. Yeah, uh, I'm experienced with the deck, although I haven't played it in, I think, in the last year. Mm -hmm. But the deck is, works basically the same like it did the last time. It the didn't change much, did it? Yeah. Have you considered Espa because of the new looting spell? That's two mana. No. Well, no. you 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 lose the, the you lose the bench vines. The bench vines are too important, and hard casting bench vine is very important yeah. actually. Yeah. And for you can't. I really hate the four color lists. Mm -hmm. I think they're so bad. One of the advantages of Hogak is that it has a quite stable mana yeah. base, and you definitely don't want to get susceptible to wasteland. Yeah, and you need green because you've got the force of vigor in the sideboard. Yeah. The abrupt decay, the assassin's trophy, yeah. and now also run a foul, which mm -hmm. which is your basically only out versus lands or versus depth. I mean, you <laughs> to, you to win basically played Mardu because you needed the answer for for the depth matchup back in yeah. the days. Yeah, yeah. That, that's so why now you got back with, with that. Yeah, yeah. And with run a foul, um, there's no reason to splash white anymore. Sure, prismatic ending would be cool, but. Yeah, there's still uh, decay. You, you don't need it. Yeah, there's, there's decay, there's trophy. You don't and need it. And of Vigor. Yeah. The permanence that you care about can't be dealt with these yeah. cards. The, the only thing that I ca could uh, go behind would be Chant. Yeah. yeah. Because Bark has sometimes the problems uh, that, they, that they can't get the cards mm -hmm. out, of, out of the hand. And you are fluting, you, you can easily uh, flashback and discard the things you don't mm -hmm. need. And you have four putrid imps, which is also really great in discarding your hand. Yeah. Uh, and with the um, Hadron Crab builds... They're more explosive. They are, they are really more explosive. They're faster, yeah. but they lose a little bit of steam mm -hmm. after some rounds. Uh, after some, yeah, yeah. So after some turns, yeah. This is what you often call staying power. This yeah. is a little bit and Chant has yeah. a little bit more staying power. So I personally pre prefer Chant more, but 
I think Bug is probably the way to go for this time because I'm so intrigued by this list because it plays three days. Oh yeah, days is nice. And days is just so great. And especially with Hadron Crab, uh, you get the land uh, back for the landfall trigger. Yeah. You can... Uh, you can protect your, your Hadron Crab and also you can counter Endurance mm -hmm. on your first turn, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which yeah. is huge. This is important, yeah. yeah. Endurance is a problem. And so I think I will go play Bakogek. The, <clears throat> the only problem I had is that I wasn't really sure how hard I want to meme on this, uh, <laughs> on this tournament <laughs> because there, there are some things that I like to... Um, that I like to play in the near future because I can't attend uh, a lot of FNMs anymore. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can play the latest deck list of checks. <laughs> you, you meant the, uh, the red, white, fuck Denver list? Oh, yeah. <laughs> but it doesn't win. Uh, you win via decking the opponent's Delver player. If it would have four Furies in it, I could see it. <laughs> This would actually make sense. <laughs> yeah, then you can win. <laughs> it's instead of the forked bolts, maybe. I, 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 would, I would play for Arid Mesa. Mm -hmm. And instead. for Plateaus? No. You don't want your lands to get wastelanded. Oh, God. And he doesn't play any fetches because <laughs> the they can't game. get stifled. <laughs> so you can fuck Delva really hard. <laughs> oh. Yeah, you, you destroy Delva, but you don't win. <laughs> yeah. Delva just loses by decking then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Delva will play endurance to, to win against this But yeah, um, back to the topic, things that are heading in consideration, <laughs> that I considered <laughs> for, for this tournament would be Doomsday, mm -hmm. with the new consider, or um, a Phoenix build, mm -hmm. which is pretty much also very bad against endurance. <laughs> oh yeah, Phoenix is really bad momentarily. Uh, I think that the Burning Wish variant is better situated because you can always go the Empty Warrants route. Yeah. And you have yeah, now Galvanic Relay instead of Echo of Eons. This looks, uh, this sounds like a, a, a bad version of Testan, in my opinion. Yeah. And you can't get your Phoenixes out of your Exile stuff. Yeah, that's true. But there's also the, the Phoenix list with the Doomsday sidebar plan, which is also. <laughs> You hybrid, so hybrid, hybrid. Not so good against uh, endurance. You could play Doomsday instead. Yeah, I don't have the um, not enough uses. Yeah, I don't have enough uses <laughs> because this event is uh, reinforcement level competitive, mm -hmm. so no proxies allowed. And who the fuck has four Doomsdays? Uh, for for uses. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, me neither. No, I've got two. That's a lot, <laughs> but I don't have four. <laughs> yeah. And, and you would need five, because you said uh, prior in our pre-talk that, that uh, some lists play... Uh, five. Uh, watery Grave. Yeah. yeah. You, you play in Doomsday either the, the five UC with the one Watery Grave, or you play four UC and a Volcanic for the Splash. Oh, yeah. Or four UCs and the Tundra for the Splash. Yeah. And also, I, I really like the list from Philip Gallagher, the Magecraft aggro build that I'm probably trying out this Friday. You mean Epson aggro? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> With Berserk and Invigorate, that's it's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> and Chain of Smog. Oh yeah, I, ah, I'm yeah. digging deep in the chain here. <laughs> this is pretty uh, chain, yeah. 
Hey, he went three and two. Yeah, that's fine. And he lost. Uh, he lost one match because he misplayed. Mm -hmm. He could have easily won because he has. Um, he hadn't seen the combo killer will turn prior mm -hmm. that he had through force and, and I think a, pro, uh, a removal. So he went. He would have easily gone four and one. Mm -hmm. And the only and the other match he lost versus two times. Test turn one, which yeah. can simply happen. Happen there. Anyways, um, you will be present there. Oh yeah, and I will advertise our podcast. Mm -hmm. And the next thing that will happen is the 64-person tournament in Freising. Yeah, in Germany. Munich, and we will all be there. Oh yeah, yeah definitely. So we will have on yeah. 17th of October. Yeah. Yeah. We will talk about this a little bit more in the next episode. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And the whole cast will be present. And we all nice. will have our shirts on. Yeah, this would be nice. <laughs> because now uh, we had a little problem with our shirts because uh, we... <laughs> they, I mean, they are quite bigger sized as they should be. Yeah. So we, we bought the normal sizes that every one of us has. And they were one size too big. Yeah, for and each of us. Yeah, and even pretty much. And even for for <laughs> Daniel, it was probably two sizes yeah. too big. Yeah, or one and a half size. The normal size is S, and oftentimes I also have XS, depending oh on the cut of the, of the shirt. And we bought you, an M. You bought myself an M, and it looked like a tent. Because oh, yeah. <laughs> it looked like a so huge tent. <laughs> so we had to at least get an S. We bought M for manly, so yeah. Yeah, that's for, that's true. That's true. Yeah, well, I'm manly enough. <laughs> <laughs> But now you've got your S on. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, so you look now M. sexy now. So. Yes, I'm S for sexy. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm L for But long dick. <laughs> basically, Daniel uh, and I, we have switched our shirts <laughs> now. Yeah, yeah, you bought the S one and then you took my M one. Yep. Now, Peter has my L. I've got Daniel's M and, and you've got the new S. The new S, yes. And, and shout out to our... To our patron, your one and only patron, Chino. He's Chino, a yeah. dirty slut. <laughs> and he got the XL shirt that I had. Mm -hmm. And we have to sign it in the near future. Yeah. For him. We will do that, of course. So that's also a Patreon gift that you could receive if you were a patron. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. yeah, so what happened in the last few weeks or in the last, the last two, two weeks. weeks? In the last two weeks, yeah. So the Legacy Pit Open was there. I, I'm not sure actually what event this actually was. Maybe Yesterday it out. was... Uh, yeah, it was actually on Saturday. Saturday. No, on Saturday. It was a tournament with 350 was people. Was it a Sunday? No, it was the Saturday tournament. Okay. Uh, Whatever, yeah. did last weekend. Last yeah. weekend, yeah, last, last weekend. weekend. Yeah. And it was, I think, a 20k. A 10k. No, it was a 20k. It, it's got bigger from sizes, yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't see that. I, uh, I, I knew see. it was advertised as a 10k. At first it was a 10k. Then the people came and came and, yeah, ordered their ticket and they made it bigger. They scaled it up to 20k. Wow, um, wow, that's that's huge. That's it, it, huge. Where was it located in the USA? Probably in in the USA. In Fredericksville. It 
in some city in America, I think. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's, I think it's definitely Massachusetts. This is it's in near the Boston Pittsburgh area. Like and uh, uh, hopefully, I'm not. <laughs> and uh, I'm not wrong here. Yeah, and I'm gonna look this up. Unfortunate news for all American. Uh, or everyone in the world, uh, the 100k Million. in Missouri got cancelled mm-hmm. because of the COVID situation in America. And yeah, Jeremy, the organizer of the tournament, got COVID. COVID, mm-hmm. he has suffers, as far as I read on the internet, some okay. causes of long COVID. So yeah, get well soon. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, for sure. Yeah, he's a pill of the format. Mm-hmm. Definitely with a serious. And okay, so uh, I've got it here. They were in Maryland. Okay, and it was a 20k. Okay, yeah, I don't yeah. see this here on Twitter, but yeah, shout out to Travis Parsley. Great event, really cool, and we always love some community action. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I haven't gotten the time to to look into the coverage because. I had to work on Saturday, my last day. Then there was a birthday party from a friend of mine, mm-hmm. and yeah, was some fun. But yeah, who, who was the winner? Gary Wong. Gary Wong. He's the Lord of the Pit. He's the Lord He's of the, the Pit. Lord of the Pit. <laughs> <laughs> and he won with Jeskai Ragastil. Ragastil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great deck. Or Ragasaga. One of the best Ragasaga. decks of the format right Saga now. Saga or uh, Rag- Ragasaga. Ragasaga. <laughs> But uh, there the I have the decklist. Gary Wong. It was basically Rega Sega. Or was it Rega Sega? No. Without Sega. Without with the, Sega. With the four volcanics, three tundra. That's a interesting. Sanctuary, one wasteland. With a chase. So it was pretty slow. This is an interesting decklist, actually, yeah. I would have sworn he had Ursus second, uh, but usually because usually these decks have some. I really hate some sideboards like this. Thirteen one offs and a two off. No. But but yeah, you play four brains or four ponder, three expressive iteration. You find your one offs. Well, um, a lot. This is this is this is a, has a, oftentimes a specific purpose. Um, some cards. They like overlap each you, other. You you have a meta game and you map out the matchups that you expect, and you're looking for specific cards that can be applic- applicable in different kind of matchups. Yeah. And you oftentimes need a good overlap. Yeah. yeah, they often overlap for different matchups. It's not that there is one I'm card for one specific yeah. matchup. I, I mean, if you see this, he has an Alpine Moon in the sideboard and a Meltdown, mm-hmm. and they both apply really really good against Sega decks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you're basically Alpine Moon the Saga, yeah. then the Saga is dead, or you melt on the tokens afterwards. I really like the Alpine Moon. Alpine Moon is such an underrated card. Yeah. yeah. Then really a really like important it. card in the meta currently in the side, but mm-hmm. good old Topo. This is a, uh, a Nightmare for Doomsday. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Do you know the counter for, for Nalrod? Ah, uh, for, for top You will count it. Yeah, count <laughs> it. <laughs> because then nothing. You, you don't play any bounce spells. No. Yeah. If it stays, if it sticks, you're basically dead. Yeah, Unless you have Emrakul. Emrakul shall look yeah. Yeah. That, that, that works, I think. Yeah. That works because Emrakul is a cast trigger. The cast trigger. It's a cast trigger. Okay, okay, yeah. But yeah, I really like the deck. I like the Alpine Moon. And... I like the chase. 
<laughs> you like the chase. I am more it fond is, of the Teferi. The Teferi time rail. It, it seems cool. like a little bit of a more mid-rangey version of. Uh, I mean, not that grindy. It it seems like you you cut the Delver for a little bit more staying power. Yeah, yeah. It it, it still goes a little bit into, into the direction of Sagavan, but does Sagavan play Merc Tides? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you, you play the exact same creature suite with Sagavan. Okay. Ah, just without the the DRC. So I think. he he yeah. opted for a more stable mana base, and a little bit more uh, grindy action with. Uh, Plains of Ocos. Yeah. Yeah. That's the difference. I mean, I can uh, see it has to go a little bit bigger than the blue yeah. red uh, uh, devil version. I can see that, yeah. And as the saying goes, if your deck is a little bit slower than the opponent's deck you win, if your deck is a lot slower than your opponent's deck you lose. Mm-hmm. So if you want to have a good matchup against the yeah. blue red devil decks, you have to be just a little bit tight, slower. Okay. Slower. And then everything works out. I mean, the problem with the Delver decks is Expressive Iteration is a really fantastic count. That is a two That's for one. So good. And yeah, with that, the mid range of this deck is quite a little bit better, just yeah. as before the printing of it. I find it extreme that Expressive Iteration now finds its way into so many decks. I played last it. last week against uh, Stefan mm-hmm. on his on his Anurag Das pile. What mm-hmm. he calls the A pile, mm-hmm. and it's basically a bunt that splashes red for expressive iteration, mm-hmm. and I got destroyed. Yeah, this is a oh really a, a grindy yeah. deck, fantastic deck, and I uh, mean bunt control doesn't really exist anymore. I mean it exists, it is, but it exists, yeah. a, a lot of the players just moved on. Plays now four color control, um, just as Brian Cobell. He also plays in this tournament, placed 13th, mm-hmm. uh, went 6 or 1, then lost twice to win it in for the top Shout 8. Shout out to Bosch and Roll here. <laughs> Shout out to Bosch and Roll, definitely. He probably won't hear our podcast, but... <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, he placed the Triome in there, mm-hmm. just to, to make the mana the tight a little bit easier. And yeah, the, the expressive iteration as the 2 for 1 staple in there. Just instead of the Ice Fan Quartal made the deck yeah. just that much better in yeah. the deck. That's true. Or and and this card picking. This is the direction that we had. Uh, well, at the beginning, uh, sometimes Ragavan was compared to Defer German. And I think one big reason why you can play for color control is Ragavan, yeah. as it fixes your mana. Because of the treasure token. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the four color control decks don't play Ragavan. I think they do. No, 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 they don't play Ragavan. They can't play Ragavan. They can't play? They play Uro. They Uro. Uro and Loam. But, okay, they have Loam. They have Loam now? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Brian Koval played two Loams. Interesting. <laughs> he, he played Bunt Loam. I, I thought okay. that. I thought uh, four that. Color, uh, four Loam. Color Loam. And he's, he said in his tweet that uh, this, this Bunt Loam list is basically a better Loam deck than the Loam decks and a better Bunt deck than the Bunt decks. Okay, but I see um, that. Yeah, for if, sure. If I I'm also. not mistaken, I saw Mark. Um, but the best band play deck. Um, the four color deck in Freising last yeah. time, and I think he played Ragavan. Yeah, um, sure. he's he still trying the Ragavan mm-hmm. because it gives you the a different angle and a different angle to attack. Because yeah. you can be the slow control deck, but 
you also can have the aggressive one drop but um, most of the lists play either the Ragavan or the expressive iteration okay why not play both and play Brewer Delva? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this would also be. Speaking of that, how did the meta look like of this event actually? Um, the Legacy Pit Open was pretty diverse. Was it diverse? Okay. Um, if you look at the top eight, it was yeah the, the Cheska list from Gary Wong. Then we had four color Luren from David Tardif, Blue Red Delva from Ein Bosley, Lance from Jacob Romanski, uh, Blue White Affinity from Neil Crocker. Another is a Delva list from Alex Wu, Snow Miracles from Joss mm -hmm. Warsaw with Classic Band. Okay. Uh, and then another, it's a Delva list from Robert Shaw. So it's not that clear that we have a best deck. I mean, yeah, it is probably Delva. It's, it's probably Delva, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, shout out to Thomas Smiley in the 11th place with Cheska Stone. I mean, Thomas Smiley? I knew the name. He is from the Dead Format cast. And <laughs> is it the Dead Format cast? Yeah, he is the Donald Smiley. And if you, if you listen to the last Dead Format cast, he was top eight in the Leaving a Legacy Open, but they, uh, there was a misunderstanding. They had, he had to leave early because of his wife's birthday party. Okay. And uh, he talked with all of, all of the people there, so with the judges um, uh, and, and his opponents. That he that he gets his gets his top eight prize and drops and, and can drive home, mm -hmm. and, and they just they, they nodded and said yeah that's okay that's okay and then they just kicked him out of top eight and they, he got nothing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and not even his fucking name on it. And yeah, that's that's hard. Yeah, had, that's so extreme. Had it solved the issue with Cherry? I don't think so. Uh, I, I got to re-listen to the episode, but I uh, would have it's been. It's a shame. Uh, yeah, I would have been so salty. Also, okay. uh, that that's not really cool. But he he played it in a, uh, a back to back, and he plays a plateau. The best duel in legacy. Ooh, Everything is fixed. I, I, I think I've played more plateaus <laughs> than even you <laughs> and my magic carrier. <laughs> I mean, I'm playing currently a list with three plateaus. Yeah, I've played also this with three plateaus. <laughs> I, you you played Mardu. a lot of the, 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 the Dead Sky Ale shit. Yeah, the Mardu Pyromancer <laughs> shit, and I played it really well. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and he played this the same deck in the Leaving a Legacy Open. Well, it seems that this paper event certainly looks more diverse than the online meta. Yeah. For I mean, sure. Couple, if we look at the showcase, <clears throat> the challenge showcase. I mean, the meta was, yeah, we uh, had... Basically, three different decks in the top eight. Yeah. And so people are playing different stuff online and mostly the the Delva decks. Oh, yeah. Yeah, currently we have the, how is it called? Um, the Trifecta? No, we have a token. Um, we, we have the, the token for the bigger tournaments so that you can... The all-access. You have the all-access tokens. So now you can take basically every um, card on Magic Online and you can play with it. Okay. And For 25 euros. Yeah, for 25 euros. And for that, um, everyone and your mother can play Blue Red Delver because the 1,000 ticks doesn't matter because of the new cards. But where and do you get the cards from? Uh, you have it in your inventory. Yeah, it's an event and you get God Mode. Okay, that's actually for three nice. days. You didn't, didn't know that? No. They have it since, nice. since Eternal Weekend last year. Okay. And there nice are some thing. tournaments where you get... Yeah, you had it, you had it uh, I think, 
two weeks prior to this mm -hmm. in the PAX East. Mm -hmm. You've got you've now got it for the Gen Con, mm -hmm. and you will get it for Eternal Weekend. The yeah. All Access token. Okay. So basically, what happens is you you buy your entry for the event, mm -hmm. and then you get two tokens: one for the event and one for the um, for the God Mode cards. Okay. And some cards are excluded, like. Um, I think the, the in inventions or invocations. Mm -hmm. um, the, I think it's the invocations, then the, the cards from the secret layers, then it's included the... Excluded. Yeah, yeah. Then uh, the, how's the, uh, where, where we got the, the, the three one that gets protection from a player reprint. Uh, the Frunem Nemesis, the, the uh, commander? No, the, the set where the reprint was in. Uh, Time Spiral Remastered? No. In Time Spiral Remastered, he wasn't in. There, there was a Commander-like draft set. This one Commander is also included. No, no, no. no. Jumpstart. Jumpstart, I think, is also uh, excluded. I don't know, actually, now. But uh, that's okay. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 the reprint from... from True Name Nemesis. True Name Nemesis was in, yeah. I'm... Um, completely fun out but yeah the the meta was pretty dominated by ragavan dave stacks mm -hmm. uh, we had julian shout out to julian knapp winning the tournament on jessica saga still yeah or jessica I, I, I raga, <laughs> raga saga a trend here yeah then we have one two three Doomsday, ah, Doomsday, <laughs> Delver players in the top end. Then we have a Grixis Raga Still deck, Raga Saga deck in the top eight with Binu. Then we had. Uh, it's, is, is it Raga Saga? It's not still, it's uh, only. Raga Saga. Yeah, it's only Raga Saga, yeah. It's only. On no, saga. No, no, without Saga. It's, it's, it's Grixis. Grixis no Delva. Grixis Delva. Grixis no Delva. Yeah, yeah slow, slow Grixis. So the perfect card. Yeah. Perfect 5 out of 7. Yeah. yeah. Delva decks are a perfect 5 out of 7. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Then we have Reduke on Elves and Easy Money Maxman on 5 color or 4 color reanimator. I think it's four color reanimation. Is it really five color? I mean, you, you've got Wooburg here, but. Uh, because of the archetype of endurance. But you have the UC, the Scrubland, and the Badlands. So it's basically Grixis. Four yeah. color. Ah, uh, Scrubland. Uh, I haven't yeah. seen a Scrubland yet. Four color. Yeah, I don't. Uh, What's uh, this? You, 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 don't, you don't know archetype of endurance? <laughs> you need it versus Caracas. Mm -hmm. Because it's not legendary. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> that's tech. <laughs> uh, the only thing I don't like about this new reanimator list is the Children of Corlys with the Tenders of Agony. But uh, this was not played in this list, I think. Yeah, it was. It's played. Children of Corlys is it played? Tendrils, yeah. Okay. I, I don't like this. Uh, it's more of a. It's more of a. Um, it's a different angle that costs you two slots, so it's kind of okay-ish, I would say. I would love a tight spot. I mean, is it, is it probably a hedge against endurance a little bit? Because why? I mean, you still lose to endurance. Do you still lose to endurance? Yeah. Because the loop is that you reanimate your children of Collies yeah. 10 times in okay. this turn. No, then I mean, not 10 times, but two to three times. Well, maybe I thought you would just go for mini tendrils or something like that. I'm not sure. Mm. 
No, no, we don't. I mean, you can go for mini tendrils with dark ritual, dark ritual, lotus petal, entomb. Yeah, tendrils like for the last 10 damage. One big guy, attack with it, and then finish your opponent off with Yeah, that is the only thing I, I have but here. But it's a one-off, and you have no tutor for it. Yeah, yeah. That, 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 that's the thing. Uh, what I don't like about the Chain of Quarters Tendrils of Agony here, I, I don't know the deck name at the moment. Uh, not, uh, not Ice I, Station Zebra? I know what you mean. You mean... Tinfins! Tinfins, If you want to play Chain of Quarters into Tendrils of Agony, you should play Tinfins. And not... Yeah, reanimate. Yeah. <laughs> and if you want to play children, of course, into um, how's the three mana two two? If you draw a card from your empty library, you win the game. Card laboratory maniac. Yeah, then you play, you play Ice Station Zebra. Zebra. And I don't think Ice Station Zebra would be so bad at the moment in the meta. Does it lose to endurance? Not <laughs> really. You play Dark Death with Tespin Stage also. Mm -hmm. You have another angle of attack, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is a deck I really want to play, but I need two buyers for it, so... I, yeah, that's no problem, I can borrow you then. But I need the whole depth. I can borrow you the whole deck. I know, I know, <laughs> and I sucked at the mulligan decision with the deck. Oh yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> so, this yeah. meta isn't really, uh, really diverse. Uh, but the paper meta looks good. Looks the, good actually. The paper meta looks definitely better than the online meta, but yeah. So we see here um, a, a really different, really two different meta actually. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is something that often was the case in Legacy that the online meta looks completely different than the paper meta. It's nothing surprising for me. Yeah, yeah, that's nothing surprising. But if you're if you're working towards a tournament and you're testing for a tournament. Um, what, um, what is the data you you would consider for for yourself? Um, I would definitely consider the online meta okay. to extent that the the outcome of the online uh, tournaments yeah. is what people are referring to when they um, build their own decks in mind, and um, so people, if if for example if if. I have a challenge on Sunday, and then the next weekend I have a paper event. On the paper event, people will be prepared for the method that was on the Sunday event online, for sure. But um, paper-wise, people are restricted to what they have in cards, and definitely, definitely they won't just play the best deck all the time i think this is just more diverse because legacy is a format yeah. where people play their favorite decks yeah and yeah, i'm the but best they, yeah <laughs> example <laughs> and they will be more geared towards uh yeah it's on the meta considering the yeah. sideboard they, they special uh, or flex slots and for, for example and you should take that in mind when you build your own deck yeah yeah that's true so in that case both are important in my yeah. opinion. But we will have a lot of rogue decks in paper, a mm -hmm. lot more than online that will yeah. show up. We will have a lot more the yeah. I play this deck for the last ten years and I will play this deck yeah. in paper. And you can do well with it. And yeah, we exactly. see this with uh Marcus Ewald. Mm -hmm. He just sleeved up or sleeved up, he played high tat online again and yeah, went back to bed back top eight one time lost in the finals and another top four finish with mm -hmm. the deck with time spiral with, with spiral tide yeah with spiral tide. so great 
and if you know your deck it doesn't matter which meta is it is and what deck it is most oh, of yeah, the time that's, that's true especially with if combo decks yeah especially with combo decks if you know the angle to attack them if you know your cards and how to sequence them um there is yeah you need a really really good opponent that can stop you this is actually a good note to finish i think for this episode yeah i would say yeah that's Keep. true so we will see you again in three weeks on the 15th of october uh, yeah. we will have the next episode if you like what we are doing um consider f following us <laughs> on twitter it's at response underscore legacy you can find me on twitter it's at finnick mtg p-h-i-n-e-k mtg and where can we find you peter on social media you can find me on twitter it's at unicorn lord but the o in the lord is a zero and not on instagram where can we find you daniel and fuck you <laughs> <laughs> fuck you peter <laughs> peter make yourself an instagram i want to tag you the fuck <laughs> and daniel where can we find you you can find me at twitter or instagram <laughs> but I love on twitter you, it's at flying delva <laughs> and yeah like we already said <laughs> you can always uh, also find us on twitter response underscore legacy and also on facebook just yeah. search in response a legacy podcast and you can support us via patreon if you want to get dirty with us and it's patreon.com slash response underscore legacy thank you with that in response the This was in response a legacy podcast. If you enjoyed the ride, feel free to support the show by following, leaving a review, or subscribe on patreon.com/slash response underscore legacy.